Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition to of the TL, uh, TLR, the Ludicrous Report. Lucky number eight, the eighth episode. I'm joined always by my wonderful co-host, Isa, the Demon Diva, Diva Incarnate. Uh, you got so many nicknames. I don't know. I, I know. You're I just, know. you're on a I whole have a lot of personalities, so I'm trying to come up with a nickname for every one of them. I know. Roman, too. Roman, Big Dog. I mean, even your dog just. <sighs> Tribal Chief, Head of the Table. Yeah. You're a marketing machine. That's all I could say. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? What's going on? You know, I'm tired. I don't know if it's like I'm under the, the, the cold weather, not used to it. As you know, I'm back on this area. We met in person this weekend. I, I know. How cool fun. is that? And I just can't. I can't. I, I got very used to the Puerto Rico weather real fast. And, and, and here, it's just like, I don't even want to go outside. I'm like, I'm going to avoid it as much as possible. <laughs> you know what gets me the most? It's not the cold. I can deal with the cold because even when I lived in Florida, we had cold days. Not like, you know, 20, 30 degree, but like we had cold days for Florida. We don't have cold days in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I cannot do the darkness at Oh, Florida. yeah. Well, you know, in Puerto Rico, it gets dark at a normal time, like between the 6 and 7 p.m. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I, I did get, like, culture shock when I first visited the States. I remember I was very young with my dad. And I remember I was, like, riding bikes with a little cousin or something. We were in Indiana. And I remember my dad yelling at me, like, do you not plan on coming inside? And I'm like, because it was still daylight. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? I can't play outside until, until nighttime. And he was like, it, it was almost like 9 p.m. or something. And I will never forget. That gave me culture shock, like how late or how early it can get, um, you know, dark. And also seeing the sunshine and it being cold out. Because in Puerto Rico, remember, I grew up in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you open the window, the sun is shining like that. You're going to walk out to at least 80 degrees. Of course. So, so here I'm like, does it not work? Like, why is it shining? But you <laughs> Something's broken. <laughs> yeah. Somebody forgot to turn it on. on but, but yeah, that, that, that I'm with you on that. Because the other, when I first got here, that got to me. Because yeah. I was like, it's only 5 p.m. <laughs> it was already dark. Yeah. See, growing up in Florida... Well, I grew up in New Jersey and then I moved to Florida. So it was the yeah. opposite for me. Like I was like, we could stay out. Like we can do things. First off, we can do things outside all year long. But even then, right. That having light till six, seven o'clock at night and just completely different lifestyle. But, uh, but I will say to not be negative. I did enjoy getting to experience the seasons because yeah. in Puerto Rico, we're thought about the four seasons of the year. We don't see them in Puerto Rico summer all year long. So I was like, what are they talking yeah. about? There's no snow. There's no trees losing there. So when I, when I first came to the state, that is something that I truly don't take for granted because you just don't see it everywhere. And it is beautiful to see. Yeah. And people love the fashion changes. You get to wear yes. different clothes and buy, spend money on different things. Hats, yes. clothes. I took that to Puerto Rico with me. So like my cousins over there, they wear boots like all the time. And I'm like, you're not supposed to wear boots only from this time to this time. And they're like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, you know what? Never mind. But yeah, I'm a big fan of fall fashion. I like fall fashion in summer. I could, I, I, winter is too many layers, too many things, but yeah. it's necessary, you know, but I, I love when you switch from the open toe to the high heel boots and all that. Well, you saw, I will have some beautiful red boots this week. And I got so many compliments on those. By the way, I that I posted some pictures and those boots stand out the most. Those are <laughs> those are awesome boots. Those are nice boots. Somebody called me Cruella the Bill. They were like, that is so Cruella the Bill of you. And I'm like, thank you. Because actually, the Cruella the Bill fashion is my favorite thing out of that movie that the one yeah. that the remake that they did recently. Yeah. I love the fashion on that movie. So when somebody called me Cruella the Bill, that was that was that. 
that was a nice compliment. You know what's so funny? When we were taking that picture, I remember you saying, get the boots, get the boots. <laughs> because I, I build my outfits around the shoes. Yeah. I know girls go by purse or whatever. No, I pick my shoes first and then I build the rest of the outfit. So you're going to take a full body picture. You get those shoes in there. There you go. See, I got I to learn from you. My fashion game is <laughs> on, a, on a lower level somewhere. But yeah, for everyone listening and watching right now, uh, Issa and I finally met in person this last this past weekend at AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view, which, by the way, was a fantastic show. Um, I had a blast. Yeah, and we finally found some time, and we went up and chatted for a little while, took some pictures, and uh, really cool to meet you in person. It's amazing how much technology like brings people together. And there's so many people that I podcast with that I just realized I'm like, wow, I just never met you in person, but it feels like a friendship. It feels like I know you, you know, like I saw you and I was like, it's Joey. It's <laughs> awkward because we talk every week. But yeah. it's incredible how people from all over the world come together thanks to, you know, technology and all that. And then you're like, you're doing a show, a weekly show with someone that you never even met in person. Like, yep. think about that a few years back. It would just be like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you had to sit in the same studio together in order to put content together. So I'm yeah. a big fan of technology. And I mean, I don't know. I think Twitter's <laughs> going to fall apart. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But <laughs> You know what's so crazy about that? Funny, funny side story. In 2020, uh, when I first started doing my podcast, I had on Dave LaGreca from Busted Open, uh, Sirius XM show. He was a guest on my show. And we were doing a Zoom call and we're talking. And he's from New Jersey. I live in New Jersey. We're talking. And he, he, I hear him say the town where he lives. And I'm like, that's the same town that I live. Yeah. We ended up doing the Zoom call. And when we finished, we, we found out that we were like six blocks away from each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the next time we do this, we can come sit in my driveway and we'll just sit here and right do and do it like together. Yeah. But it's crazy. <laughs> like technology brings people together and it's like, you never know how close you are to people. Like, you know, I, know, I remember you did this in Puerto Rico. and I remember you mentioning some things and me thinking, well, I'm going to come, you know, for a, for a, for a couple of days. So I'm yeah. like, Oh no, you're, you're near me. We're meeting. Whether you went to yeah. full gear or not, I was going to make it a point that we met because I know we're not very far from each other. Yeah. I mean, even now for people listening and watching, we're like 20 minutes from each other or so yeah. right now. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Insane. But, uh, yeah, the reason why we're here, the, the point of this show, uh, <laughs> our celebrity pop culture, whatever you want to call it, our, uh, celebrity fix, I guess you can say that it is pop culture fix. I love it. There's so many, we were, I was looking at topics before the show and I found so many things uh, that were just like head scratchers. Some were funny. Some were just like plays into previous topics we've had on the show. Yeah. Uh, one that I want to start with, I think was hysterical. I'll read you the headline and we can. I, by the way, I didn't read this article. I think I know which one you're going with and I didn't read. So you're going to get the, the, the legit reaction to this. Okay. So <laughs> this is, this is the headline. Ready? Skittles takes out a full-page ad in the LA Times, full page, telling fans not to throw candy at Harry Styles during his concert. <laughs> <laughs> and the story behind it is that during a Harry Styles concert, I guess in LA, someone threw a Skittle at him. There's a video of it as well. Hit him in the eye. And uh, I guess he just kept doing the show. But it's funny because Skittles, the, the official Skittles account on Twitter, posted a tweet. And it says, didn't think I needed to say this. 
Please don't throw Skittles. <laughs> oh my God, this is insane. <laughs> and I'll, I'll send you the video after because this, it's a video like he's all serious doing his show and you see something like hit him in the eye and he does this whole thing like, yeah. I mean, someone had good aim, but I mean, still, don't, don't throw Skittles. Yeah, but the fact that this company had to take out a whole entire ad to say don't throw Skittle candies at Harry Styles. <laughs> Granted, if you're going to throw anything at someone on a, during a concert, like I would prefer it be a Skittle than Have you ever thrown anything things. at someone at a concert? I've Joey? never. I'm not, that, I'm not that guy. Okay. Nope. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> Skittle compared to like a shoe or a bottle or... I've seen some crazy stuff being thrown at concerts. I, I throw, I, I'm guilty of throwing something, but it yeah. wasn't as bad as it would sound. Okay. Let me ask you: Was it was it like a rose to Bad Bunny or no a piece of no. clothing to Bad Bunny? It was a piece of clothing, <laughs> okay. and it was actually to Eminem way back okay. in the day when he was doing the I can't remember the name of that tour, but it was when the Eminem show came out and he was with like Exhibit, Ludacris. Like it was a really good hip hop, but it's like I didn't. I, I bought this piece of clothing, sprayed it with, like, it was like I took it off. And because yeah. there, there's girls that do that. I'm like, no, 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 I went and bought it. I, I had it prepared. It was, it was purchased for that sole purpose. But it's, you know, you got to have those kind of stories. Everybody was doing it at that time, too. Like, if everybody was doing it. It was like panties and bras and everything yeah. all over being thrown on this poor man. <laughs> you know, the, the, cor the corniness that I have in my brain, where it just went right now, we're talking about someone throwing Skittles at a concert yeah. and then you threw something at Eminem. So we're just staying on the topic of candy. And that to me, yeah. is just... <laughs> that's a good point, right? Skittles, Eminem, we're, we're still kept it in the same, in the same route of things. See, I'm, but... I, I'm like, I have a dry sense of humor with that stuff. So that's the first thing that pops in my head. I'm like, Oh, Eminem Skittles. Huh? Yeah, no, I, I kind of like thought about it too, as I was saying it out loud. Um, there, there was a thing with Bad Bunny because you mentioned him where, a couple of girls ran on stage when he first started the latest tour that he did. Yeah. It was kind of like friendly about it. You know, security kind of came and escorted him out, but he kind of danced with them and this or that. And then it became a thing where yeah. people were really like trying to get on stage to the point that yeah. they had to barricade. He had the set set up differently and they had to uh, halfway through the tour start barricading it and start like mm -hmm. not connecting the stages so people couldn't like go like it got crazy and i'm like when do people think it's okay to do this kind of things like i know that yeah. certain artists have like a different relationship and they come up as buddies but it's still like and you're ruining the experience also for other people that that's are that's the thing that's the biggest thing and you know what you know what sucks about it too is you know, I've seen a lot of instances where people go on stage and like security will attack them or the, the artists themselves will attack them. But nowadays you see artists kind of like play it cool and try to like yeah. calm it down. And that makes people think that they can do it. That it's okay. Exactly. So when, Where's the he middle performed, ground there? You know? when Bad Bunny performed at that big music festival, a girl ran on stage. And if you watch the video, remind me to send it to you. He his his back is to her right yeah. so when she grabs him he don't even know what just grabbed him and you can see the jump and then he turns around and then security yeah. comes and gets her and he That's tries scary. to calm her down but i was like i can't imagine what had to go through his head that half second where he doesn't know what's happening you know behind him and, and also i feel like 
is incredible because of the way that we consume content today, how huge these artists are. And it makes you wonder, do they realize how big they really are? Because yeah. like Harry Styles to me seems like such a shield dude. Bad yeah. Bunny seems like someone that's like super humble that would talk to anyone that stopped him. And it's just like, do you realize <laughs> like you need to be more careful? <laughs> I've seen so many video or so many articles. I think it may even be a video like someone had to tie their shoe and they were holding their food and, and they were walking down the street in L.A. And they mm -hmm. had to tie their shoe. But they were holding something. And like Harry Styles was there and he's like, oh, I'll hold it for you. And he let the, he held the guy's stuff while he tied his shoe. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't think they realize. Well, they are, or maybe they do and they just want, really want to fit in with like and be normal people in society it's kind of like right there's videos of, of bad bunny in puerto rico like he'll stop at like a normal regular club and like yeah. a lot of times people will start posting like oh my god he's here and then it turns into like a mayhem because everybody starts yeah. going to that club when the new album first got released he was driving home which he drives home by himself no yep. you know nobody got no nothing and he heard the new album being played at this like holding the wall style freaking bar and he just pulls over and gets out and walks up to the dj and he starts just wow. partying with the people there and i'm like it, it's different because he's from there and it's to us yeah. it's like you know our lord and savior so nobody's gonna <laughs> hurt him but it just makes you wonder like i mean i also do think that celebrities that stay humble like that really go a long way and that helps them get to where they're at like look at the yeah. people that we're talking about here they're huge right but yeah there's also that part of me and maybe it's the new yorker right we grew up near a city like don't trust everyone like don't be that like down no. to earth like don't i trust naive. no one <laughs> yeah which is it's, it's funny because i get like we were just talking about this weekend a lot of people were like isa and i'm all like defensive like well i don't know you <laughs> you know and like, sometimes i forget that i'm out here talking on yeah. youtube and people might know who i am but i'm still like who are you <laughs> yeah um but uh, speaking of concerts did you see the mess? Which I forgot to send you the link. But do you see the mess with Ticketmaster and the Taylor Swift concert? Ticket? I didn't. I didn't read it, but I heard. I heard about what happened, and yeah. that is insane. I think people need to like start. I, I wish artists like her or Harry Styles or Bad yeah. Bunny, people that are selling out stadium tours, need to come up with their own way to sell tickets. I know that the easiest way is to go to Ticketmaster because they're the established system, yeah. but nobody even like the fans that were supposed to get a pre-sale nobody was able to get these tickets and now they're being resold for like even hundreds of thousands of dollars because yeah, nobody that, can that, get them someone dropped the ball i don't think it's not the artist i think the artists have a responsibility in a sense to like i mean they do remember the majority promoting... if you look at the breakdown of the yeah. fees like and you've seen the ticket master fees a lot of that is what goes to the artist yeah i think i think the artist so like someone like taylor swift she can post anything and it's viral in seconds. So if she says yeah. everyone go to Ticketmaster and buy tickets, the world is going to Ticketmaster to buy tickets. So I think that it maybe there has to be like a like a delay in that sense where it's like no, they were they were trying to make it sound like that's what they did. But then the, the, the this happens with Ticketmaster. I mean, I would assume that this was yeah. a whole different scale because I think it was like two point three million tickets sold <laughs> that day. Wow. But I I experienced it trying to even just see because I usually don't buy my tickets the day they come out for like no. even wrestling events. But I get in just to see because I like to talk about it. It's a big deal, right? And you see it. You'll be on the queue. You get to number one and you'll reset you all the way back. And you're like, I yeah. just sat here for there was people waiting for 
hours. And there was a girl on TikTok crying because she got to the point, bought the tickets, and then it reset her back to the queue wow. after she had the tickets in her cart. Like, yeah. it's crazy. If anybody that watches this show, the best advice that I can give you is create a Ticketmaster account, have a credit card already put on file so you don't have to go through the inputting your information. If you have a Ticketmaster account, everything will be saved on there. So all you do is click them, select your profile, and you move right into buying instead of having to put in all that info. But yeah. sometimes even then, it's just like a gamble. And you feel bad because legitimate fans are not getting the opportunity to go see their favorites because yeah. bots and third-party people are getting it to resell them at these insane prices. And Ticketmaster now has like an alliance with Live Nation, which is the biggest concert, you know, yeah. the people that make the concerts. To me, that's a conflict of interest. Absolutely. Let me mm -hmm. ask you a question. Which, uh, which company do you use most for your tickets? I use SeatGeek a lot. I, I love SeatGeek. Yeah. I love SeatGeek. I used to use StubHub a lot because at Me one too. point StubHub had a reward system where you yep. would get like StubHub cash depending on how many tickets you bought. So yep. you would get a discount. So I like StubHub. I don't, I because of what ticket sales has turned into, I don't buy my tickets the day they come out. And you and I had a long conversation about how yeah. I feel the ticket, especially in wrestling, um, depending on the event. There's some events that I would never tell you, wait till the last minutes. And there's yeah. some that I can sniff it from like months away where I just tell people, don't worry, we'll get them the day off. Yeah. Um, but it is, I, I always go to secondary markets and I will say Stop Hub and SeatGeek are, are my go-to if I cannot get face value from Ticketmaster the day off. But yeah. I'm just, I become very, very against Ticketmaster. I don't like, if I don't have to go to them, I'd rather not. And it's I don't because like of these system. kind of situations. I, I don't, I'm just not a fan of their system, the way that it, it it's horrible. Yeah, I don't, and their fees are ridiculous. The their fees, fees are, ridiculous. are ridiculous. I've seen that. And like, I've seen the exact same tickets in two places and like one's like 50, $60 more. I'm like, why? What's the difference? Like, well, even for full gear recently, if you went into StubHub, they were at face value and they were sure like, I'm sorry, Ticketmaster, 105. Yeah. And when you went to check out because they add the fees now, SeatGeek and StubHub will show it with the fees already added to them. Yep. And I'm like looking at the same section and I'm like, why is it cheaper to resale than it is to get it through Ticketmaster? I don't exactly. think that, I think that Ticketmaster has an ugly hold onto the ticket company. So I'm like rebelling against the system. So I really yeah. don't. The only way that I'll do Ticketmaster is if I'm being honest with you, like a smaller show that doesn't have a lot of demand that you can buy them at face value. Or yeah. like a WWE house show, because I do love a good house show here and there. Yep. Those don't have that big of a demand, so you can, you know, kind of get them normally. But yeah. a lot of times people get these tickets when they come out and then you go to SeatGeek and you can find a really good seat. What I love about SeatGeek is that they'll show you where the seat is. Like, like StubHub shows you more That's of the, the section and like you have too. to think about the rows. Like, okay, I'm going to be on this row. Where SeatGeek, and I love how they're... Show if it's a good deal or not a good deal. They compare yes. it for you. They, I'm a they, big fan they, of that. They list it as like a, a best, the best yeah. deal, and, and they show you the virtual like seating chart, which I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to have um, season tickets to the Yankees, and I obviously you can't go to every Yankee game. I I wish I would have, but it's impossible. <laughs> So yeah. that's where I learned a lot about reselling tickets, where to go, what to do, because I will sell. I my goal was to sell maybe like a quarter to half of the season and make my money back that I invested yeah. into the season tickets and still go to the games that I wanted to go to. And you learn so much about the market and about how it works. And it's just, it's crazy. If you're a season ticket holder, they, they, they try to get you to sell them through Ticketmaster. And I'm like, no, I'll sell them on my own. Thank you.
Yeah, I've learned a lot of about ticket like ticket sales and different things like that through the wrestling tickets. Like, yeah, I think I I have not. I mean, I have bought my tickets for every wrestling show, mm -hmm. like within the week, yeah, of the show for the last like two three years. Actually, no, yeah. longer than that because we didn't have shows in twenty twenty. So right, before that. right. So like within yeah. the last year, like when yeah. you convinced me about AEW. I did talk you into it. You and did. I did I not tell you you were gonna get a good deal? You told me like literally the spot on the price of what I was gonna pay, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I have gone to and I told you this example. I have gone to a Royal Rumble, the one that was in Philly when Asuka and Shinsuke won and Rhonda showed up. Yep. I bought tickets. I drove to Philly without tickets, ate a cheesesteak, went to the you know how they have the little get-together area in Philadelphia, yeah. that in Xfinity area, hung out with friends. Walk to the arena, sit outside of it, waited five minutes. Excellent seats. Royal Rumble, which is one of the big ones, one of the big exactly. got seats for it. Now you asked me about WrestleMania in LA. Get those now. Yeah, but there's the, certain shows like like Royal Rumble in San Antonio. I know it's selling well, but I still think those are resellers. Um, yeah, I was thinking I about doing it this weekend with Boston. I was thinking about maybe just making the trip and doing that, but I don't know how. I'm gonna be there. Yes, you are lucky. So come on, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I, I don't know how the, I don't know how the tickets are going to be because I know they have uh, it's kind of a different seating chart with the war games set up and different things like that and it's I don't know we'll I don't want to drive all the way there and then be stuck with no tickets. <laughs> we'll talk about it offline. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, the whole point to this is like do not throw skittles at Harry Styles and just watch how you buy your tickets. Do not go to Ticketmaster if it says premium pricing, you're screwed. Like go then go to StubHub, go to SeatGeek. Like the, the the that whole drama with with Taylor Swift, I was like this yeah. uh, this could be something that really takes down Ticketmaster because she has a humongous fan base. People yeah. uniting, it, it could be ugly for them. But I've been against. <laughs> I've been against Ticketmaster for quite some time now, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I do have to uh, give props. I know I, this this person is probably not even watching, but the lady or the, the woman who wrote this article, her name is Chrissy Callahan. I got to give her props. Let me read you the first two sentences of this Harry Styles article. Yes. So after that title, it says, it might seem obvious, but Skittles were meant to be eaten, not pelted at your favorite musician during a concert. Sadly, one Harry Styles fan apparently missed that memo, so the candy brand just released a brilliant ad to remind everyone that skills are candies, not <laughs> weapons. <laughs> oh my god, beautiful, beautiful. I think she became my favorite journalist just now. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of articles that, like, when you go into, hey, can you write an article about this? And you just look at it and it's so ridiculous that you might as well run all the way with it and, and write it that way as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that when you read something like that, especially, like, when it's more of a serious matter, I mean, it's not so serious, but in, in more serious cases, like, bring the personality, show some personality in it. Yeah. So, like, it, it's, you know... I love and that. I also a big fan of showing personality through a written article because it's easy for yeah. us to show personality. We're doing it live on video. People can see our reactions and all that. You can hear our voices, but to show personality and make somebody chuckle reading a reading article that that's difficult to do. Yeah, and I'm looking at the chat right now. I mean, I think it's like like the ISA fan fan day because we have some <laughs> ISA fans up in the chat. We have Eric Douglas and Jerry Winters. They're saying hi. How are you today? Uh, everyone's great. loving Issa, the star of the show. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is the teamwork. It's both of us. 
let's see the next uh, article we have here. Um, it's actually one that we both brought. It's kind of funny. So many celebrities are leaving Twitter after Elon Musk. First off, I saw a couple days ago. Well, this was happening that Twitter was dying. It was going to die, all this stuff. Twitter's not going to die like that. Like people were like acting like they were going to wake up and Twitter wasn't going to be there. That's what I was thinking because people were writing like their you goodbyes do? on Twitter. And I was one of them. I was like, I guess I have to. I what guess I have to write this. wrong with you guys? I'm Come like, on. thank you for this journey. Like, follow me on Instagram. Here's my link no. tree. Have you made a you Hive account know. yet? Because everyone's doing that now. You want to know what the funny thing is? I made a Hive, <laughs> but I haven't even posted a pro. I, I made it just to take my NYC Demon Diva handle because now people yeah. are getting smart that's about why that. I did my, <laughs> that's why yeah, I did my... Yeah, but I haven't really, like, like edited it to, like, present it. So that's why I haven't yeah. tweeted that, hey, I got a Hive. But I just wanted to take the handle real quick. Yeah. Um. The funny thing about it is that I haven't been as active on social media as I used to be. It's very good yeah. for your mental health. Try it sometimes. But I miss the, the whole, I miss the whole Twitter is going to fall apart in the morning. So when I wake up, like the next day in the afternoon, I'm reading all these tweets and everybody's like, what the hell did I do that illogic for last <laughs> night and all that? And I'm like, so Twitter could have died and I would have not even found that, yes. which is even worse. Because I do like Twitter and because of what we do, we need it. I always exactly. tell people Twitter is a great marketing machine. And I, it's sad that it's coming down to this now because it's become so political and all this. When That's, I love yeah. the concept of the OG Twitter, 140 characters. I'm very short to the point. I'm not very You're personal. Just tell, me, just tell me what you want to tell me in a sentence. And I love that about Twitter. Then they added characters and this and that. I was like, oh, no, it's turning into something else. Yep. But I, I have a love-hate relationship with Twitter. I don't yeah. want to see it go anywhere no. but i don't take it as seriously as other people do and maybe it's because i haven't made a private like me all i have is the demon diva where i pr where i promote everything that i do and yeah. talk wrestling so maybe if i have one in which i have like close friends and family it would be different yeah. but because i just see it for let's talk wrestling here because i don't have exactly. a lot of friends that watch wrestling <laughs> like that's that's why i started twitter honestly yeah for me twitter with, with, with my podcast and everything, and even the outside stuff outside of my podcast, like I have a book that I've written as well. And all of that stuff, I Twitter is my biggest place to be for, for marketing. I mean, you, you have Instagram, you have TikTok, those are all, uh, you know, photos, videos, you know, watchable content, but you can't write anything and be the, the main focus like Twitter. Um, and Twitter, you people, you're, people see it because you're writing yeah. and then sharing the link right in instagram i'll or tiktok i'll be honest i have to be in the mood for tiktok because i know once i open it i'm gonna be in there for a while so i don't yeah. open it as much and instagram i'm the kind of person i actually watch stories now more than scroll through my feed because a lot of times a video and i'm like i'm not gonna sit here for a minute like this is not tiktok and it feels like yeah. instagram is trying to be tiktok well, instagram <laughs> now they're labeled as a video uh, yeah, a video it's not what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be pictures, and pictures. now every time I log in, they're trying to like, like shove reels down my throat, and I'm like, and I you know what's funny now? TikTok for that. TikTok is uh one of the trending uh things on TikTok right now because part of my part of my job is I research all to see like what's the stuff that's working on these platforms, what's right going viral. Right now on TikTok, spoiler for people watching, if you want to know how to go viral, uh. They're using carousel filters on TikTok. That's a big thing right now that are, that's going viral. 
So it's literally like Instagram where you swipe through the pictures. It's a carousel yeah. of pictures. So it's literally a video of just pictures that you swipe. That's yeah. what's trending on TikTok right now. So they're Yeah, and then Instagram the has the reels. And yeah. then TikTok, I noticed, because in the beginning, remember when TikTok first started, you had to make the whole video. You could do transitions, but you couldn't yeah. like upload like the green screen or upload videos or yeah. pictures. And now I'm like logged in the other day and I see people sharing like old pictures of themselves. And I'm like, okay, so now TikTok is trying to be Instagram. Yep. <laughs> Instagram they're, they're is trying to be TikTok. They're copying each other, just competing with each other. And there's just something about the way that Twitter does things, the replying with a gift. Twitter is not for everybody. And no. it has a very dark sense of humor. But I hate to see it fall apart because it is my go-to platform. Honestly, yep. it is. I'm not going to, like, lie about that, you know. And, I, I mean, I don't blame some of the people for leaving. I have been, I, I'm a big geek of watching like business and videos about like billionaires and like entrepreneurs and i just yep. know that elon musk has like a cult like following yeah and elon musk has done some great things but i always feel like just because you're intelligent in one field doesn't mean you're gonna be great at everything that you take on right yeah. and it feels like he's just exposing himself with this move and he's not thinking things through like look at the blue check mark thing it's already gone away because that was we could talk about that for an hour the fake accounts that came up and all oh, the things that were happening entertaining but it's not safe people were yeah. like the insulin one my mom is a diabetic and like you see that and you're like this isn't something to joke about this is like people's you know like some were funny some yeah. i got a shock a lot of them the nintendo with the mario flipping people off like i thought that was funny but once yeah. you start taking it to a different level it's like this is what you cost this is why there was a check mark to begin with and now he's talking about giving them different colors what is yeah what we is talked point? about that we we even yeah. said that a few weeks ago like i don't know when i i when i got uh you know i get follows on twitter all the time and mm -hmm. i was seeing now that i have some with the blue check mark and you know yeah. when you get followed by somebody with the blue check mark, your eyes already like go, who is it who is it someone's famous yeah. something and not anymore it's like somebody with 20 followers and they yeah. just you know they do not they have three tweets on there yeah, it's like everyone. I don't know. They it it changed the whole like prestige of of earning that check mark, you know. Like yeah, and I feel like a lot of celebrities interact with their fans using Twitter. There's a lot of them that do. really use it to interact with their fans, and it's just like, how do you even know you're interacting with this person? Yeah. You, I personally don't know, but I don't blame. Like I was reading the article and seeing a, a name full of people. And the reason why I brought the article, and I know you probably read it and thought the same thing too, is just to talk about this Elon Musk and Twitter as a whole, because you can't blame people. And look at Hive. Hive was just created. And it's already, I've seen so many people tweeting about it because people yep. are finding the alternative. I don't know that Twitter is going to die just like that either. Yeah. And I remember Google Plus, there was an app called Path. There has been so many social media wannabes that never made it. And it's just like, do I really want to put my time? I'm just going to grab my handle and let's see That's, where it goes because I don't want to put my time and effort into following and creating the profile for it to yeah. fall apart. Like, you know? Yeah. No, I, I did the same thing. And I, I was looking at Hive and I've even seen like some other people. I know, uh, for example, John Alba, he made an account on Hive and then it wasn't working. For a little while mine and, didn't work like when i first yeah. grabbed it i did the email and they were like okay check your email to confirm it and i did and i think because i i have two phones one for work one for, you know yeah. and i checked it from my other phone and because i was using a different device it like locked me out for like a day i couldn't activate it even when i went yeah. back to my original one and i'm like oh well it's a new it's a new platform they're gonna have yeah. 
mistakes, you know, I guess you can set up like your profile song, which nostalgia, I was there for MySpace, MySpace that I like. With the music. But, yep. but it's like, you can't do it unless you're doing it for like your computer, but how are you going to connect your Apple Music? Like there is things lacking there, but I don't think that they expected to go viral no. as fast as they did. And I find it a little more difficult to navigate. Than I Twitter. do too. I know a lot of people are saying it's just like Twitter. It's not. I, no. I can find what I need to find on Twitter like this, and it has nothing to do with I've been there for a while. Yep. It's easier to find things on Twitter. I like I went and looked up, for example, hashtag wrestling just to see what familiar's name will pop up to, yep. to follow. And nobody that was popping up. I'm like, I never like heard of these people. So yep. I, I don't know. I, I saw some of that too. And even like the, the way the functionalities of it, it's not efficient, it's very slow, it lags like there's definitely some things they have to work on on it. The appearance is near identical to Twitter. Yeah. But just the, the process of, like, not, like you said, navigating through it, I'm not a fan. I don't like you have to like search for certain, like you have to search for people and it, it, the bars, different places, and your profile is yeah, but a little I, weird. I was trying to find, because the one that told me about it was Glenn Rubenstein. I do the podcast with him on Wrestling yeah. Inc. And I try to find him by handle and he wouldn't pop up. And I'm like, that's that's his name. Like he's the one yep. who even sent me the, the referral, like the link, like sign up for this just in case Twitter dies, you know? Yep. And I couldn't find him. And I'm like, I, I know he's the only person that has this handle. Yep. And and I, I gave up on it real quick. Like I don't have the time to like try to figure out a new social yeah. media. I barely Honestly, I barely can keep up with what we have right now. Like, I'm like, okay, when I start trying to promote my brand, I'm like, I'm going to start posting on TikTok, Instagram. Twitter. Like, it's a lot. lot to be posting every day. Like, I try to clip from the shows that we do. And I'm like, okay, let me put it in my story here on Twitter. I'm like, it's, it's yeah. a lot to keep up with all the social medias. And Twitter is always my go-to. If I don't promote anywhere else, at least you'll see me promote on Twitter. And I hope I it doesn't that. die. But... If I'm a celebrity, I wouldn't blame them for leaving because what if somebody yeah. creates a fake account and pays eight dollars just to troll, just to troll people? That they're, they're you, you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't know, I don't know. There, I, I didn't agree with it, but you have other, you have other social medias like Tinder, for example. I think Tinder will verify you if you like confirm your email, whatever. You have a check mark. Yeah. I, I feel like they did it for. People do want that validation. So maybe Elon thought it would get them out of a little bit of debt, but it's not even, I don't even think he got as many sign up as they expected that they would get. Yeah, they're already going back to the drawing board. I saw, I don't know if he tweeted it or I saw an article or something like that where they're they're redoing what the blue, uh, the Twitter blue is and what it does. And like, I don't know. It's just they're 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 making too many errors live, if that makes sense. But, like, and then he he laid off half of the staff too. So it's like, of course you're making errors. You probably let go of the people that could have told you the right way to go about this. Yeah. Or he's just trying to like put down his flag and listen. He's great at memes. Maybe he's not yeah. that good at. He's not that good at electric cars. His cars are catching on fires. Look, yeah. did you see the fake Tesla account? No, but did you? So, uh, I didn't see that. They were. I saw a video of. Uh, they were like, oh, this is a shatterproof glass tesla or something and then they hit it and it shattered like no. on stage <laughs> <laughs> when they did the the twitter blue thing a yeah. fake twitter account that was like tesla us something you know you had to look really close yeah. to know if you, and it was verified and they posted a link that was like definitely do not click on this link to see how many teslas have caught on fire and there's a whole oh, website man. that has all the report of all the tesla fires 
I clicked it and I was mind blown. Like these cars are catching on fire park, parked on their freaking garages. And then yeah. because it's a battery fire, the firefighters are not able to put them out the way you would put a normal fire out. But I would have never seen this link if it would have not been for this fake Tesla account. Yeah. Um, I watched one video about Elon Musk and now my whole YouTube recommended is like the downfall of I Elon hate Musk. that. I hate <laughs> that how it does. And TikTok does that too. Yeah. I don't know what I watch on TikTok, but my TikTok, I used to love it because my feed was all like Bad Bunny and wrestling fans. Yeah. And now it's like a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, what did I like? I'm never liking anything on TikTok again unless I really love that topic because it messes up your whole algorithm. Yeah. My mom sent me a video, like a cute video of a dog or something. And I opened it and now I get a bunch of dog <laughs> stuff and I hate seeing the dog stuff. Like we talked about before, like, yeah, it's not happy videos on TikToks on TikTok about dogs. It's usually sad stuff. So I'm like, next, 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 yeah. next, next. Like, I can't watch it. No, no, no. Well, I used to give them hearts. Like a lot of times I will hard them to like save the audio. So I will use it for my own TikToks later yeah. and all that. But it really messes up. Like the algorithms are getting so sensitive. Like you would think they will yeah. wait for you to like a few of these videos or like YouTube yeah. watch a few like, of like these a videos. Like a certain percentage of these type of videos and then it will add it to your for you. Right. Thing. Not like one that showed up on my recommended and I couldn't sleep that night. So I yeah. clicked the end. Uh, the worst thing is like YouTube also does this where I have the autoplay going because I use it as background noise while I'm doing other things. And the other day I fell asleep and I don't know what was on my autoplay, but my algorithm <laughs> is a mess, right? <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, the whole man. point to that is like I they need to get some organization. And I think that you pay $44 billion for this platform. Yeah. Like don't, and, and this man is worth so much money that that's probably like pocket change for him and, as in yeah. Spain that sounds yeah. but don't let it fall apart because i think twitter is one of the few that made it through these like eras mm -hmm. of all these platforms and social media so i don't want it to go away as much as i have a love hate relationship with it i don't want twitter to go away but i don't blame people for not i'm even kind of like i just get in post and get out i don't even like go through it because yeah. it's a cessfire in there right now <laughs> yeah. i can't even go through my mentions and, and my notifications because there's always so much and it's like I, I'm like, it's overwhelming to look through. Like I look for certain, like if I see certain names, I'm like, oh, I, I recognize that. But yeah, in most cases, it's a lot. But you know what I think the biggest takeaway from this is, and it's mo almost like a reverse psychology take. I think from this, it's only going to make Twitter stronger in the sense that now that Hive is out, it's going to, Twitter can kill Hive at any moment because oh, all, yeah. they have, all they have to do, like you'll probably see now, like in the upcoming months or years, You'll see Twitter have the option to add your Apple Music or your Spotify, just like Hive, taking the exact idea of Hive. And people trust Twitter over Hive because it's Twitter. So automatically, that will kill Hive. And it just it just makes Twitter stronger. So this could all just be like, give me your ideas. Give Elon your ideas and let him just, you know, run. Do you, um, do you, have you made this comparison in your head? And maybe it's because we cover so much wrestling, but sometimes I watch Tony Khan and I know he has the funds and the, and he's the wrestling fan, but sometimes I'm like, you should hire someone to make big decisions or creative decisions for you, for this company. Yeah. I feel that way about Elon Musk, right? Like I compare them and people were laughing. I, I was having conversations on a full gear where I was like, it feels like the way Tony Khan runs AEW is the way that Elon that's so funny that you say that Twitter. now. That is a great. You gotta. Yeah, because you. you have a good thing. Go right? You have memes. a really good thing. Yeah, we gotta make the memes. You have a good oh, thing. Man. You have somebody with the money to keep this good thing going, but yep. maybe they're letting their 
their fandom for because Elon Musk is a big Twitter person, like he's always yeah. been. So you're letting your fandom for that thing take over the right decisions that you should make to keep this thing going. It really reminded me of when you have somebody that has that bank account that you can maybe afford to lose money. What what am I going to do with this? You know, and it's funny to compare them. And I know my brain goes to wrestling a lot, but that's that's the best way that I can compare it for people that are watching them. I've been to wrestling fans. It feels like it feels like Twitter is being run by Tony Khan right now. I think it's more of an ego thing with Elon, because if you think about it, before Elon Musk, he he's a, he was always a celebrity, but he wasn't really like a like a real celebrity. Like you knew who he was, but you never heard from him. You never saw him. You knew what he did. Yeah, now well, he, it shows because he's still looking for validation. When yes. Stephen King Twitter, I'm not paying twenty bucks for this, and he tried to negotiate with Stephen King, and I'm like, so you're just gonna like he still wants the validation from these people that are like yeah. real celebrities and it's like what more validation do you need you ran a twitter poll that have more votes than probably the elections in this country like that's Absolutely. the kind of pool that you have so what yeah. who cares if celebrities validate you or not like i i see what you're saying gimmick. he created yeah, it is an an online thing. gimmick and he created a character and people love engaging with it and it makes him feel good about himself so he runs with it you know yeah that's 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 the thing but I don't know. I I know for for myself, I'm not leaving Twitter. I don't plan on ever leaving Twitter unless it goes away. Um, I don't. They try to take me down once. They suspended one of my accounts. I went and made another one. Come on, I'm yeah. not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't. I don't post or I don't do anything on Twitter that would even be in the realm of being in that you know in that situation. And it's more like I like to have a positive environment around me on, on Twitter, okay. and like. I know a lot of people, I have, I have friends who are, you know, they're considered influencers or models or whatever, and they don't understand why Twitter is our biggest platform. And I said, you don't understand like the wrestling community, their number one place is Twitter because they are the most vocal of all their, all sports. I think the wrestling community opposed to all other sports. There's a lot of really, I followed a couple of fandoms on Twitter and it's not just wrestling, like the Marvel, for example, the comic book. Like the horror fandom, like because I'm a big horror movie fan, we talked about that. Those communities are very vocal, and you can find those specific communities yep. on Twitter. I gotta tell you something, as scary as this sounds, and this is not just announcing, this has been for me for years. Twitter is also my news sources. Me too. If somebody says, Oh, this happened. I open Twitter, Twitter. if it's trending. If it's trending, okay, let me see what's going on. Even if it's a hoax, you'll find out because last week we had a whole RIP Jimmy Fallon trending, and I'm like, what is happening? And it ended up (laughs) a hoax. But like somebody, uh, uh, a joker, got into my chat yesterday, and they were talking about Chuck Norris passing away. Do you you know that my first instinct was to open Twitter and check the trending topics? And there is like a lot of times when I know you gotta remember this when the plane landed in the Hudson, the very first place to report it was a person on Twitter. Twitter tweeting yep. about it like and there's a lot what? of news that get, the Boston Marathon too that was broken by a Twitter user before news even got a hold of it so I go to Twitter not just for the fandom and the promoting of things it's my news source and then when scary news happened Twitter also managed to turn it into a funny meme and I and I get a giggle out of something that's probably scary <laughs> I'm like that's how I knew that the queen it's passed a blessing away. and a curse <laughs> I knew the queen passed away from a tweet before any Me other too. news anything Me too. Me too. Twitter is, I, that's why I'm like, I, I'm not going anywhere, like you said, and I hope celebrities yeah. reconsider coming back when they get their shit together. 
sorry. But I I I put Twitter up there on some of my favorite. I I have enjoyed Twitter more than my time on Facebook, more than my time on Instagram. 100%. Uh, more than my time on MySpace, but I was so young, you know, like I didn't understand the pool of MySpace at that time because social media was just getting started. Now you understand that you can use you know, these social media platforms for yourselves as well. Um, but I think Twitter might be low-key my favorite social media, out of the social media era. It's I my favorite agree. one to use. Mm -hmm. So agree. I don't want I'm it a to talker. Pop. I'm a and, talker. I like to talk. If I yeah. can't talk, I'm writing it out. My my and, first love is writing, and that's always been my thing. And Twitter is like, it, it checks all those boxes. you have to keep in mind, we all remember that moment when one of your favorite whether it's a wrestler, singer, celebrity. I remember when Bad Bunny retweeted me or like the first time that Seth Rollins replied to something that I said years ago and I was over the moon because celebrities interact with real people that way, you know? And, and oh my God, I, I, I put it, I'm going to put it on my resume. Bad Bunny once retweeted me. Like, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's, it's you get that that really like you feel like a little kid it's like yeah. going to a baseball park and getting an autograph from your favorite player on the ball like you feel that way when you see like you said that's why i don't like the whole verification system because i'm yeah, anybody that, and you that excited. <laughs> for me it was but, when I, I when i when i was followed by john cena that for me was like oh, oh did my I God, ever, like oh my, it was that did i ever tell you that my biggest flex i actually use it to pick up guys at a bar is that he follows me but i don't follow him oh that's hysterical that's my that biggest is, flex in life right now. That's a big flex. <laughs> that's a big flex. I walk up to guys and I'll be like, so you know John Cena? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, when he was promoting his, uh, his, one of his books, um, there was this thing where if you pre-ordered the book on Amazon, you get a video. I did it. <laughs> and I did it. And I have a video. And he's like, Joey from the Ankle Podcast, thank you for being a fan. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest so thing. I did it for my nephew. I never been a big John Cena fan, but my yeah. oldest nephew, 24 years old, at the time that I did it, I bought the book for his daughter. He has a daughter now. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, he's always loved John Cena and we've never been in the situation to be able to meet him or anything like that. And he was deployed. Okay, so I was like, Got this it. is going to make his day. And I'm telling you, a grown-ass man, Marine, nonetheless, so he's tough. And when I posted the video for him on Facebook, he was like, oh my God, I felt like I was five. That's hysterical. <laughs> But see that those things like, and by the way, the first place I posted it, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> I had to post it on Facebook. In Puerto Rico, people don't use Twitter. Fun yeah. fact, like, like, and that's the thing with the Latin American community. Like, we're known to be Facebook people. I don't. I think the last time I posted on Facebook was a uh, hey, by the way, I'm alive, and it was when the last hurricane happened in Puerto yeah. Rico, so people will know because I know that's where my friend, my. My, my my Puerto Rico friends and family go to, you That's know, more of the but I'm like, my dad yeah. made a Twitter because I never checked Facebook. So my dad had oh, me man. make him a Twitter so that he could see me because he's like, you never use social media. And I'm like, dad, I need to stay away from social media. You're just <laughs> not on the social media. My job use. is social media. <laughs> yeah. So it was so funny because he was like, okay, make me one and like, at least show me how to scroll through it so I can see that you're, because I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'll call you every day and say hi kind of person, you know? Neither am I. So he just wanted to see if I'm posting, then he knows I'm okay, you know? Yeah. So I, he forced me to help him make a Twitter because he's like, that's the only place that you're at all the time. And I'm like, yeah, literally. So please, Elon, don't ruin this for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get anything out of this video, it's that we need 
Twitter to stay alive. <laughs> yeah, today, today we're going to name this episode the Twitter report because we just yeah, want to <laughs> but, but Twitter means a lot to a lot of people. And I made yeah. some really good friends. And we are sitting here doing a show together because of Twitter. Like, exactly. Twitter, I, met a, I do get some trolls. Don't get me wrong. And I know that sometimes I say things that are controversial people don't like. But I have met and made so many great friends. I have made so many great people, colleagues, acquaintances. I, it's incredible the amount of like things that Twitter have done for me. So I don't. Yeah. I know people are laughing at the downfall of it. I'm not. I love nope. Twitter. I don't want it to go anywhere. <laughs> that I, I like panicked in a sense when everyone was saying like, like from what I was reading and seeing, it felt like tomorrow Twitter was gone. Like I was like, what do I like? What do I do? I never had to think before like. It will really affect my business and what I do for a living if we don't, if Twitter just goes away. And Twitter is not even my most followed. Um, like my most followed is like my YouTube, my Instagram. I have more followers and yeah. probably get more engagement as far as likes per post that I put up or things like that. But Twitter yeah. is my favorite. It's my go-to. I, I will say that I did have to start over because I my account got suspended over a, a copyright claim. It wasn't even like because I said something bad. It was just, yeah. it was D, it was DMX. Anyways, it was a clip that I posted with a DMX song and that's how they suspended that account. Wow. And I had to start over. So I, I do wonder if I would have been able to keep going with that account where I would be, but I did yeah. get the new one in, in less than two years to more followers than what I had on the original one. Oh, there you go. But maybe it might be my most followed if I would have been able to keep the original one. But regardless, yeah. like it's my favorite and that's, that's a different yeah. thing, right? Like I know where I get my most engagement. You have to follow those numbers, like you said, with what we yeah. do. But Twitter is my go-to for everything. That's that's how I am too. Like it's not it's not my most followed account, but it's more where I'm the most engaged. Like when yeah. I'm watching Raw or I'm, I'm watching AEW Dynamite or whatever wrestling show I'm watching, I typically live tweet during those shows. Where else can you write things like in seconds? You can do that. You can do it on Facebook. Like I will I will mute you if you're on Facebook posting a status every two minutes on yep. Twitter. You can't get away with doing that. It's yep. it's, it's a whole different vibe over there. Yep, that's why I prefer Twitter. But I'm sure we could sit here all day long and, and talk. We about could Twitter. literally. It's, it's, it's insane. But uh, yeah, there was a few. There was a few headlines that I saw today. Even like playing on Nick Cannon. Like Nick Cannon, I saw a, a headline. Nick Cannon is not is unsure if he'll have more kids. He's they're pregnant with his twelfth one. I mean, like, dude, how many more kids can you have? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to take over the world. I don't know. I like I told you last week. My friend posted a uh, uh, a Facebook status saying that in like fifty hundred years we'll all be this, uh, descendants of Nick Cannon. And I thought, that was my favorite thing in the world. Funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, but like kind of scary because if you think about it, like <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that's what he's going for. Yeah, he wants to be the most powerful man in the world with all his kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> But this is a, a very special week for a lot of people. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week. Uh, you know, you start to be, you start to find things you're grateful for, even though we should be like that every day. Every day. Um, but, uh, you know, this week in particular, it's really that time you reflect and start, you know, just to see where you're at in life, th different things like that. And like, for me, this can, it, it literally feels like 4th of July was yesterday. Yeah. <sighs> Thanksgiving is like in two days. And I'm just like, where did the time go? Like, I didn't even Agreed. realize. Yeah. I didn't realize yesterday that this week is Thanksgiving week. And I was like, wow, like this is crazy. I didn't realize it until um, 
one of my best friends, my best friend here was like, okay, so are you doing Thanksgiving? Because I'm here, you know? And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know, maybe I can come by and spend it with you. And then I'm like, oh, wait, like if I forgot to put together that that's what I'm traveling up to Boston because of the survivors. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking I still have a whole week before yeah. I have to go to Boston. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, that's this week. Like, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. I feel like the older you get, the fastest time go by. Like, I don't I'm know. I'm realizing that goes. now. I'm realizing mm -hmm. that now. Like, I'm, I'm 29 now and I'm going to be 30 in January. And Aww. I just like, I see like from when I was 25, I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like I, this whole year just flew by. And every year I feel like I say that. I'm like, this year went faster. This year went faster. And Except for 2020, 2020 for a little while, it felt like we like time stood still for like a good two, three months, especially yeah. in this area. Yeah. And then 2021 like flew by and I'm just like, I remember 2020, like it was yesterday and it was two years ago. So None of it. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're we're in like a time machine, and none of this yeah. is real. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, with Thanksgiving coming up, like I would love to know if the American way, the traditional way of doing Thanksgiving, is different for you. Um, you know, being in Puerto Rico, like, are there differences? Are there similarities? Like, what do you what do you do typically for Thanksgiving? So we do celebrate it the same day. We have a lot of the same holidays being part of the United States. We also yeah. have our own little Puerto Rico holidays, but the major holidays, we celebrate them the same day. Um, some people make turkey, some people make pernil, which is like a style of pulled pork, which is more of a traditional holiday food. Yeah. Our, our meals look a lot different than the meals up yeah. here. You know, we have the arroz con gandules, which is like this rice with peas, which is very known. Puerto Rico has a very special like holiday season menu. And to me, I feel like it's Thanksgiving when people start busting out that holiday yeah, special that's cool um we also have a tradition and and i know this is gonna sound crazy but it's called parrandas okay and what a parranda is is like you go to people's houses late at night when they're sleeping okay people are passed out and you start singing holiday songs but these are like our songs are like like fast moving dancing kind of music yeah. You sing them outside of their house. They let you in. They have to feed you. They give you alcohol. And the goal, if you're doing it the right way, the goal of it is you pick up that family and you go to another family. And, and by, the, end, the, by the time you get to the last house, you got like a party of like 100 people and like 30 yeah. cars pulling up. So we start that on Thanksgiving. So That's really cool. if you're celebrating with the right family, you're going to eat early and you're going to start putting together the parranda and you start putting like the exciting part is like you start figuring out which houses give you the best food, the best alcohol. Yeah. So that's where we're going. And we do that throughout Christmas. Um, but it's like caroling usually, in a sense. Yeah. So usually that starts on Thanksgiving. If not, then we'll just like throw a big party at somebody's house. We have Coquito which is, people say it's eggnog. It's not, it's completely different, but I would say it's our version of eggnog. You know, you start busting it out on Thanksgiving. I I do love our spirit and our music because it's just yeah. so upbeat. Like that was something that I, I was telling you about culture shock. It's like the yeah. Christmas music here, while I love it, it's so like chill and so slow. And I'm like, no, oh, that's yeah, like that's not like I don't want to kiss Santa Claus. Like I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about <laughs> drinking rum and dancing, you know. Right. So that, the party. that is, it's a little bit different, but the meaning of it is all the same. You're just getting family together. You're going to sing songs at other families' houses, yeah. and 
And and ultimately, we I still do. I know you were talking about sometimes the, the regular traditions are the best. No, I still sit at the table and and we st and I still make the people that I'm spending it tell me what you're thankful for because yeah. we don't do it enough. And I agree with you. It should be every day, but because we don't do it enough, I do not go at Thanksgiving without taking some time, even yeah. if I'm spending it alone, to yeah. say, you know what, I'm glad that I have this and this and this in my life. Yeah, and it's cool to see the difference because, like, you know, from what you're describing it's more like it's upbeat it's a party like it's the whole point of the holidays to celebrate yes. and enjoy your time with your loved ones and now the more i'm thinking about it like it's probably more more christmas than it is thanksgiving but the idea is more like you play like you do you have simple tradition like you decorate well, if you didn't thing. know this in puerto rico we celebrate christmas from thanksgiving all the way to like almost mid-january because well, we love the party of it. So we yeah. celebrate Three Kings Day, which is on January 6th. Actually, fun fact, you get better gifts on Three Kings Day than you do Christmas. Also, we Good. open our gifts on Christmas Eve. The big one for us is Christmas Eve. It's not Christmas yeah. Day. But then after Three Kings Day on January 6th, we celebrate what we call La Octavitas, which is something that Puerto Ricans just made up, and it's called Eight Extra Days of Christmas. So we can still eat this food. What sing the this hell? Food. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So we, so Puerto Rico, Google it. It's fun. We probably had the longest holiday season out of wow. everybody. But it's because we love, we love the, the spirit everybody getting to, and we the partying and the getting together and spending time together. It's just so wholesome and amazing and such a good time that, at some point, before even my mom, because my mom tells me, she's like, this has been going on since as long as I can remember La Octavita. <laughs> so yeah. at some point, somebody said, yo, let's extend this. This is fun. And we yeah. spent, like, my birthday is January 11th. I know yeah. your birthday is in January, too. My birthday in Puerto Rico is still considered part of the holiday season. I was just going to say, because I'm the 8th, and it's yeah. like, that fits right into the schedule. Oh, like, party for your birthday, yeah, too. The only thing is the whole people, month. people are broke for our birthdays because they spend so much money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah we do have the longest and it's because of what you just said it's so amazing to spend time with your loved yeah. ones and and be upbeat and celebrate this time of year that like i said at some point somebody said we're gonna yeah. extend it like why do we have to stop in in, in new year's eve no we're gonna keep going <laughs> yeah it's funny though like the, what you're describing because like i know like typical like christmas tradition here and in, in, you know in in the states yeah i know puerto rico is still in the states but like more like american <laughs> yeah style. yeah, yeah um like christmas is like they sit around the tree and they read a story and they the kids fall asleep and it's like a more like mellow like it's not loud music and dancing and and really like and like celebrating it's not like <laughs> you're not celebrating like enjoying there's your time a, there's your loud family. music and dancing and there is staying up until midnight at least what i remember from being young and yeah. we would open our gifts at our parents house at midnight because we usually would spend christmas day going to the grandparents or going yeah. you know to the extended family but it wasn't even the go to sleep the go to sleep and wake up excited for me it was three kings day no you, yeah. january 5th you gotta go to sleep early and listen you guys put cookies out for santa believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> the the three kings come in the camels okay this is this is a very catholic thing so we would put out boxes of grass for the camels to what? eat so like we did have yeah. little things um but i, I did that. grow up very catholic so for me christmas was celebrating the birth of baby jesus and yeah. this whole santa thing was like a foreign thing for me until i started realizing like how yeah. different cultures celebrate it because for us it was like my mom would put out her little like you know the the figures of the of, of maria and all that you know yeah. so 
And it, it is a very, like, if you think about it, it's a very religious because a lot of people do have those religious beliefs yeah. down there. But it's a, it's a party. My mom always yeah. cooked for everyone. Everyone would come over. And, but I, I will remember that going to sleep early and doing all that for me happened on Three Kings Day, not on Christmas. Yeah. We're partying Christmas Eve. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that idea because it makes it more like you're, you're like really enjoying your time with, you know, the people you, you love and your friends, your family, whatever. Like instead of just like sitting there on the couch, like just looking at each other, like watching football. Yeah, no, we didn't do that. Football or reading like before the <laughs> night before Christmas and the kids are like, oh, this is cool. Like, no, I like didn't, party uh, and celebrate. And there's so many movies that you guys watch up here. And it's part of like the traditions yep. that I didn't watch until I was grown. The the parade, I, w I did have a job and I and I I was a operations manager on a building that was on Sixth Avenue. So I do remember wow. when I did live here, like going taking you know my fiance and his daughter, and we just like sat on the sixth floor on the on the twenty third floor and saw the parade from above. So I I feel like I got the best of both worlds because I got yeah. to do Thanksgiving the way that we do it here and the way that we do it in Puerto Rico. Um, but that was fun. That was a, that was a tradition that I that I will never forget, like seeing the parade from inside where it was nice and warm and we had the best view of everything going on. Well, that's so that the was. Best. Yeah, that's something that I treasure. I, I love getting that experience because I do remember people watching the yeah. parade on TV and all that. See, my, my both of my parents grew up watching the parade. The first thing that's the first thing to do on Thanksgiving Day. So, of course, my sister and I grew up doing the same thing. And uh, a couple of years ago, we got we actually got to go. And we were sitting front row and we watched the parade and it was so cold. I would probably like I prefer to watch it on TV. Yeah. But, uh, well, what I was telling you before we went live today. I went to the city last night and we went to the Macy's where they, they do the parade and they were practicing in the streets for, I love that. Yeah. So for the parade that we saw them. So I have like videos, of like everybody practicing, you know, the dances and different things and the music. So it was pretty cool to see that. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a typical thing every year, but another thing that happens every year and it's becoming more and more now than ever uh, black Friday. Do you, do you participate in Black Friday? No, because I work retail for a period of time, and so did I. it's not it's it's not a fun time for us retail, like for the retail employees. And I will never even like I think I gone to like two Black Friday sales, and this was like years ago. Now you have Cyber Monday. I do a lot of my shopping yeah. online, and also after twenty twenty, I feel like everybody has gotten so different about the way that we spend money. Yeah. But um, it's not a thing. I remember I had um, I was a regional manager for Verizon Wireless um, in oh, New wow. York City. And I remember on a Black Friday, getting up at 3 a.m. and going, I had to visit all of my stores, see how everything wow. was running, see how. And I remember like, it was just so chaotic and it was just something that I'm just like, why do people do this? Yeah. Like, and I get it's part of the tradition now, but it's, it's just not it for me. And I feel like if you work retail, you see it completely different than a normal consumer. Yeah, I was, uh, I worked for the company Tourneau for a few years, like a, they're a watch company, big in the city. And uh, I remember I worked Black Friday and it was actually the first, the second week I was with the company. Oh and, no. Yeah. So my shift started at 4.30 AM. Yeah. And it was like a 12 hour shift, like 10 hour, actually like a 10 hour shift, I think. And uh, that was completely- Now there's stores that, like you have stores that started on Thanksgiving. 
Yeah. And like these people, like I remember I never. back back in the day, Thanksgiving was one that you were guaranteed off. And yeah. like now these employees, even if you're not open, they got to set up the store. So there's some people that still have to go in and work on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing that blows my mind. I remember growing up in the days that retail stores will be closed. And now we're down to like barely even on Christmas. Like there's yeah. not a day off that everybody collectively gets off. Like, no, there's places that stay open, you know. But Black Friday has never been for me it's no. just when i was little maybe like i remember that like i don't remember black friday parents... growing up in puerto rico it was not something that i remember hearing about until i came here yeah i, I remember like one year when we were living in south florida uh my sister and i couldn't my parents always said like what do you guys want for, as gifts this year and we're like it was this one year where we're like we're, we were both teenagers and we're like money just give us money yeah so my parents gave us both the same amount of money and they're like, what do you want to do? My sister wanted to go Black Friday shopping. And uh, it was before the holiday because they were like, it, it was a strange year. They gave us like, they gave us our, our Christmas present on Black Friday so we can go shopping on Black Friday. Right, because that's when you get the good deals if you wanted exactly. to get like, I do think that Black Friday for electronics, for example, as yeah. much as I don't like consider it, I need a new computer like desperately. And I was like, for one second, the other day, I was like, should I look at these Black Friday deals just yep. to see if that's the day that I should buy it? But because of what we do, I probably need a custom. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to yep. spend my time. If I need a, just a generic computer, that's probably the day to buy it, you know? But yeah, yeah look at Kenneth in the chat. He's saying he I works just saw for that. a bank. Credit card services sales are already up. So bring on Black Friday. I do yeah. think that people that work by quota, salespeople by commission, that's this is their time. Yeah. But imagine working in a place sales, like insurance. I remember, I remember never spending holidays with my family. And that's that's actually I was doing very well in retail, but that's why I left retail for corporate. Then I left corporate to work for myself. That was the best decision. But yeah. I left retail for corporate because of the blackouts from November That's all the so way funny. to January, not taking any time off. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I want to see my family on Christmas, okay? <laughs> side, side story. I was still living in Florida when I when I uh, worked for Torno, and we were going to New Jersey, New York area for Thanksgiving. Yeah. My cousin was born a few days before Thanksgiving, and it was like the first cousin on my dad's side. Yeah. And uh i needed off you know i couldn't i had to go and they said no so i had to quit i ended up quitting yeah. my job it's, it's, it's literally it's called blackout it's blackout for a reason they do not allow to take time off it doesn't matter i being i being from sales associate to all the way to district manager regional manager it doesn't matter where you are in that org chat that is yeah. that is blackouts you know and I, was I was a sales manager i was i was yeah oh no you had to you had to stay on top of things yep and yeah. I was just like, nope, I, I have to go. And they're like, well, we're not going to fire you because then you get, you know, yeah. all the benefits of being fired. No, you so have to quit. I was like, you know what? Keep, keep your, keep your nonsense. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. Now yeah. that was actually my last, like my last, uh, like sales job, uh, retail job. Like I was, yeah, not... that I, I, I left, I went to a corporate job where we get all of that weekend off and, you know, as you get older, those things, those things matter more, you know, priorities change. Yeah. And like I told you, I'm like, I remember actually I got forced into starting to work for myself because I lost my job because of the pandemic. And wow. I was like, what am I going to do now? I was living here in New York. You remember how times yeah. were like, it was like, I'm not going to find a job right now. Crazy. So I decided to start doing it. And, and 
with the pandemic stop, I was like, no, this is the most flexible I've been. I'm going to make it work. I might not be, it's, it's a week to week thing. Some weeks you're super comfortable, some weeks you're yeah. not, but I, it's one of the best decisions that I made for myself. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's amazing that I can like say, okay, I'm not going to work on Christmas because I'm going to spend it with my family. And there's some companies that will say like, no, 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 you're working, you know? And that's, yeah. that to me is crazy. Yeah. I was looking online before we even went live to see like, I know I want to touch on some Black Friday stuff and sales. And yeah, right now, the best sales by far, Target. Target is have, is killing it this season already with Black Friday deals. I'm not a big Target person. Fun oh, fact. I, I, when I'm like stressed or I need to get away, you can find me in my nearest Target. <laughs> For some reason. That's incredible, Joey. I love that. Sometimes I just get, I, I walk around the store, I get lost. And it like, for some reason, I think there's so much going on. So it just like clears my head. It's like walking through like the city or something. I can do that at a mall, but not yeah. this time of year. But I not can go to a mall on a weekday at like 2 p.m. when nobody's there and kind of like get lost in my own thoughts, put the AirPods on and just yep. go to stores that I probably wouldn't even walk into on a normal day, you know? Yep. But um, yeah, I think I, I love the idea of like Target doing the best because i remember walmart used to be where it was walmart, back walmart in the and day. target right now they're both competing for like the top spot of like the best deals but from what i've seen so far like target target is killing it right now everything that i would buy like from target is there's a great deal on right now you know what one of my guilty uh thanksgiving traditions is it's like looking i know we talk about pop culture but i yeah. love looking at celebrities like photos of their thanksgiving celebration yeah. and trying to figure out like did they hire a chef? Did they actually put the meal together? Like I remember yeah. a couple of years ago, Khloe Kardashian got into this controversy because she posted that she baked these pies and the person that delivered the pies were like, girl, you didn't bake this. We brought these 20 pies yeah. to you. <laughs> even on the even on their shows, all the shows that they've had, they've always had scenes where they show like the chef at their house cooking or yeah. preparing everything. So like, I don't know who you're fooling, but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them yeah. have excellent presentation but you can tell when some of them put the time into making this meal yeah. and like i'm like i don't believe anything i, I mean they throw amazing parties but i don't yeah. believe they ever work on that part of it themselves you know what i mean and it was so I funny that chloe, yeah chloe tried to say she baked the yeah. pies for the family and like you see the delivery like the company that made them comment on instagram so yeah. i am guilty of going through celebrity pictures and being like <laughs> put that together you didn't make that turkey yeah. <laughs> see my my thanksgiving technically starts on tomorrow actually i'm going to my parents right because like the wednesday before that's we do like a baking day where like like everyone's there and we help like bake and prepare stuff for thursday and it's like I don't think I would ever be able to, unless I was having a party with a bunch of people, I don't think I'd be able to like- Well, the Wednesday someone... is like, isn't it like the busiest travel day of the year too? Cause everybody's going home. Like I was actually curious. I was like, yeah. I wonder how like a show like Dynamite is gonna do because people are not watching it. Or yeah. the day after, like I think Friday, like all these shows, unless it's like the traditional stuff like football or things yeah. like that, they're gonna hurt on viewership because people, Absolutely. this is a weekend that everybody's just known to go home and see everybody. People are not sitting at home watching TV, maybe Thursday. Maybe yeah. after you eat because you're in a food coma and you can't move. That's the day to put something on the air on TV. <laughs> Speaking of traveling, by the way, great, great. I, I almost forgot. Um, I saw a TikTok for like Black Friday stuff. Apparently, yeah. the two, the two, the first Tuesday after Black Friday, so this upcoming Tuesday after Cyber Monday, is the best day for travel deals. Yeah, I didn't know that before. 
Yeah, I'm, in I'm, January, I'm, our birthday month is a good month to travel too because everybody's finished travel for the holidays. Yeah. So a lot of people are not booking vacations. So you can go to like, let's say Vegas for like sheep, stay in one of their nice resorts. I'm a like traveler, sheep. so I'm always looking for flights. Like, oh yeah, know, like, uh, this upcoming, I'm going to be, I'm going to Canada for my birthday this year, but it's like from like the beginning to like the day after my birthday, I'm already looking like, like Christmas is also a cheap one in Vegas, and that's probably because really? it's such a family-oriented holiday that yeah. people are not going to Vegas for Christmas. Oh, that's um, true. And I, because, I never thought about that. Yeah, and New Year's Eve is big on Christmas, so that week between, like, you know, right before the people yeah. start arriving for New Year's Eve, you get some really good deal. But the problem is that Vegas gets cold this time of year because I gone to Vegas for my birthday yeah. because it's a cheap week to travel there, yeah. and it's not. It, it's still. It's still a cold time to spend that i'm more of a take me somewhere warm you know <laughs> yeah i spent this past this last um new year's eve i spent in uh los angeles and the flights really weren't that bad i can't wait to i can't wait till we get to our uh new year's eve show like that week to talk about what people do because that yeah. i did a new year's eve in vegas and that was fun <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun you but... know what messed me up when i when i did new year's in california you don't realize the time the change. Time. So yeah. we had we had two New Year's parties. Like New yep. Year's, like the ball drops twice. It drops earlier on, and then we like waited till like the ball dropped in New York City. Celebrate then, and then you celebrate for their midnight. That's yep. how I did yeah, Vegas. Exactly. That Everybody's was one of the most said, fun yeah. New Year's Eve. Vegas closes because you know they they close the strip, and you're just yeah. allowed to walk on the streets with alcohol in your hands. Like it gets crazy i was and then they have like fireworks basically from every rooftop of every hotel in wow. that strip like it's it's an experience i prefer um, it over the ball drop the ball drop is i'm sorry that that's like torture you have I to stand there and like no i will never mm -mm, i'm you, out of I that city it. i tell people people is like oh you're in new york i'm like no i leave the city by noon i don't want to yeah. be anywhere near times square <laughs> i did it in 20 i think 2017 my family and I attempted it. We were out there at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. You have to. At least uh, you went in a group. Because if you go yeah. alone, you're screwed. No, you can't leave your spot. Miserable. If you have a group, at least you guys can take turns to get some food, use the restroom, this and that. That's what I tell people. I'm like, if you leave your spot, you're screwed. And you got to get there so difficult. early. We mm -hmm. got out there at like 11 30, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And because you have to, to get us to like reserve your spot, they put these, yeah. these barricades and you have to like find a spot. And it's when we were out there, it was like 32 degrees, maybe a little colder yeah. than that. People were dropping like flies. Yeah. And you start to think like, what do you do for food? What do you do for a bathroom? So for us, they had people walking around because in Times Square, there's different pizzerias and yeah. stuff. They're walking up and down the rows. Do you want to buy pizza? Like selling pizza. So yeah, there's food there. But there were adults in adult diapers. Yes. People were wearing adult diapers, so they didn't have yes. to leave. People were it looks very glamorous on TV, but it is not fun to do. People were taking the empty pizza boxes and making little houses for themselves so they can stay warm. I'm telling you, first my mom dropped, my sister dropped. It got to like 9.30. My dad dropped. I was like, you guys, leave me all you want. I've been out here the whole day. I'm not leaving now. Uh, yeah, if I get – I'm committed to something. If I get to a certain time – I have to stay. Like, there's no way I'm going to quit. But if I'm the first one to drop, then I don't care. But now if you got me there until like 6 p.m., 7 p.m., no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna tough this out. I'm going to finish. Exactly. At that point, you have to. It's just like. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but I would never I would never suggest it because it's not like like you, you, it's not enjoyable. It's not. It's For not. what? A picture? A video? Like. 
Oh, so people were like, you lived in New York for how long and you never did the ball drop? And I was like, and I will never do it, no matter what. Yeah. I saw, now my friend has a beautiful apartment with a view of it. That's it. That's about the parade. That's the way to do yep, it. We had a, a big it. party and we watched the ball drop from the window. It was beautiful. It was nice. It was warm. It was perfect. <laughs> but I know we're, uh, we're going over our, our typical time limit for the, that we do yeah. for the show. But uh, I just wanted to touch on a few things before that. Um, any movies, TV shows, anything new that you're watching? I have a few, um, but... You can go first, what I think, because I traveled this week, so I didn't have as much time to watch TV as I typically do. I watched the new... the new. I don't know if you knew that it was out. I didn't know until like a few weeks ago it was even coming out. Uh, the sequel to the a Christmas Story. Um, no. They did a... It's called A Christmas Story Christmas. It literally just came out this week on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Same cast as the Christmas story. The same, it's the kid all grown up. And it's basically like uh, his father passes away or before Christmas. He takes over the family tradition of being the man of the house. And it's just like an updated version of the Christmas story. Like a classic Christmas movie. Um, My parents didn't enjoy it. And that's my dad's favorite movie. Like the first one is his all-time favorite movie. He's like, I didn't like it. I actually watched it last night. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a little tearjerker. I enjoyed it. Um, But it's one of those like corny, cheesy Christmas movies that like, if you saw the first one, you might as well watch this one because it's like, yeah. Um, Other than that, the new season of Dead to Me on Netflix. Oh my God. If you haven't watched that show, it's it's the show with Christina Applegate. Yeah. Woo. I watched the first I need to watch season. it. So when I was looking for headlines season. for us, for this show, a lot of headlines came out in regards to that show. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to need to watch it. She found out she was diagnosed with MS midway mm-hmm. through filming that se- the last season. Yeah. And she f- completed it. And you can actually see throughout the show, because I knew about that before. And mm-hmm. since her diagnosis, Christina Applegate gained like 40 plus pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see throughout the show that she got a little heavier. And there's a, they play into a storyline with it. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but they play... Okay. They utilize it, it really well. And uh, this no, the, this is the last season. The show is done now. It was the finale. Three seasons and done. And honestly. I have I a was, long trip to Boston. So now you're talking to something I can download and watch. They're actually the, the, the episode. There's 10 episodes and they're about like 30 minutes each. So it really yeah, so wasn't that bad. Um, I watched it in like three days. Like three days. Okay. Yeah. Like at night, I usually watch my shows. And another, again, a little tearjerker if you know the characters and just really well put together and the acting Christina Applegate, she deserves so every mm-hmm. every freaking award for this role, especially going yeah. through what she's going through. So that's that's definitely a show I'd recommend. I don't think I watch anything new outside of my normal weekly ones that come out weekly, like the challenge and survivor. Like I said, I was yeah. traveling this week. I started the Selena Gomez one, like I told you I wouldn't have it finished it, but I'm halfway yeah. through it. Um, but yeah, I only watch my crappy reality TV this week. I did watch a super interesting uh, Elon Musk documentary on YouTube. Uh, and I also watch uh, this. I got to send you this one. You're going to be mind blown. It's like about like movie reviews and Twitter. And yeah. l- listen, I, I spent a lot of my time on YouTube. this time, <laughs> So I don't really have a lot yeah. to, to bring. <laughs> no, def- definitely check out uh, Dead to Me for those listening and watching. If you haven't, it's a uh, it's a good one. Uh, this was the last season. It was three seasons, and uh, they're not long episodes, and they're 10, 10 episodes per season, so you can binge it, and <laughs> it's enjoyable. 
Good. But, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to touch on today? Anything? No. TV shows, movies. We got all the headlines out of the way. Yeah, no, all is good. I just want to wish everybody that watches us, everybody from Know Your News, our co our colleagues, everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone watching, to our other co-hosts. I know that I know a lot of people, they may not know this, but the Know Your News Network has like a show every day of the week. So many shows covering sports, covering movies, covering random news. Like yep. it's, it, they're re we're really building something special here in Know Your News. I'm very glad to be part of the yeah. team here. And a lot of you know well-known names, not out even outside of the wrestling community. Yes, yeah. for one, uh, John Alba. I think he does a sports a sports show on, on yeah. the network. A lot of big names. The gaming channel they have too, as well. Uh, a lot of fun things. If there's uh, one thing I tell people about the Know Your News Network is that there's at least something that you'd enjoy because there's so yeah. many different categories of stuff. So. If you're watching us, turn notifications on because there Absolutely. might be a show that comes on that has a lot of things or in a lot of really interesting characters, different different duos, different people. I really enjoy it. I log into YouTube and see their live with a different show. And I always like, this is incredible what we're building here. So make sure you guys are subscribed, have your notifications on. Yeah. And a big thanks again. I know we don't say it enough, but to Jimmy putting us all together and yeah. putting me and Issa together. He, when I first started talking to him about doing the show, he's like, I got the perfect girl. And I had no idea who she was. I had never met her before. And look at us BFFs now, you know? Meeting at shows and everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isa, always a pleasure. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving week. I'm going to be on a, on a road trip to Boston. It's gonna oh, be yeah. Long. Maybe I will too. So I don't know yet. I'll, I'll, I'll have to wait and see. But uh, again, everyone listening and watching, uh, happy Thanksgiving. And we will see you uh, next week. And we'll talk about, uh, you know, the aftermath of Thanksgiving 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everyone. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.